start. Hello and welcome to another episode Fuck. of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my one slightly high and uh, one slightly sober co-host. Fucking. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Why me? And in typical Thanksgiving fashion, absolutely torturing his own turkey, polishing his own pilgrim, and fellating his own <laughs> his own cornucopia. It is Bruce the tugboat Venditti. What's up? Your replacement what? is on the floor over there in the corner. What? What, what, what did you say? Which one? Cornucopia. <laughs> Fellationing his own cornucopia. He doesn't know what cornucopia is. Does he, he know what fellatio is? <laughs> Either way, uh, those are some big words for Bruce to figure out there. Um, well, <laughs> Thanksgiving is upon us, and so this episode will be a little combination of a Thanksgiving preview along <sighs> with the Week 12 Fantasy Frenzy. So we will get to Fantasy Frenzy later in the episode, but we are going to preview the sleigh of action that is on thanksgiving and also recap last night's monday night football game between the san francisco 49ers and the arizona cardinals at estadio azteca in mexico city and as bruce mentioned the first time we said this about five minutes ago but he forgot to click record there was a Uh. ton of 49ers fans in the house for this game And realistically, if we break this down, the biggest thing that sticks out in this game is that Colt McCoy is no longer that great at football. I don't think Colt McCoy was ever great at football, but but I heard he was injured the first couple seasons. They said he was going to run for governor of Texas at some point. Maybe maybe he should do that. He's got a lot of things. Maybe uh, an astronaut. Who knows? Uh, anyways, but oh, one Lord. thing that we can tell you is that the 49ers are very good at football. And that was part of the reason why the Cardinals didn't look very good last night is because the 49ers defense, in my opinion, is probably the most well-rounded and fundamentally sound defense in the NFL right now. Uh, on top of that, Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 29, four touchdowns, 228. Eyes threw it in my mouth. 228 yards with a QBR of 132. You literally cannot ask for much more out of him. And their running back tandem's actually working very well. Elijah Mitchell's completely integrated back into this offense. Nine rushes for 59 yards. That's six and a half yards per carry. And their new toy, Christian McCaffrey, seven rushes for 39 yards, five and a half yards per carry. Uh, McCaffrey also impact through the air, seven receptions for 67 yards. Uh, Debo had three runs for 40 yards and a touchdown, as well as 57 through the air. Um, this offense is also hitting on all cylinders. George Kittle, four receptions, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Brennan Ayuk, two receptions, 20 yards, both touchdowns. Like, they are clicking on all cylinders right now. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think Arizona had that awful of a game. The 49ers are just that strong. I mean, James Conner didn't have a very good game, hasn't had that many great games this year. He had 42 yards and one touchdown, but... Ultimately, it was San Francisco's front that completely yeah, controlled it's, it's the It's a little easier to little easier to do when you're going up against Colt McCoy than right. Kyler Murray. I Absolutely. Mean, but that's 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 evident. In my opinion, I don't think Kyler Murray would have really swung well, I, don't, the I don't know about that. I think game. Kyler Murray is a uh, hell of a lot better quarterback than Colt McCoy. I agree. 
And he's cute. Colt McCoy did find some of his weapons. DeAndre Hopkins, nine receptions for 91 yards. Greg Dortch, nine receptions, 103 yards, most of which were garbage time. And obviously, right. Rondell Moore went out early in this one after a one rush for six yards lost. So that's that. Trey McBride, the rookie tight end who they brought in. At, at, at what point does... Uh... This coach here at Arizona have to worry about his job. Um, you know, it's he keeps getting bailed out at the moment. I'll be honest with you. You know, he gets bailed out because they'll come up with a big performance when they need Yeah. But if he continues to drop games the way he is. Well, here's another thing. Especially divisional games. I'll be honest with you. DeAndre Hopkins, the way he's looked as of late, he's probably the most uncoverable receiver in the NFL right now. I mean, they were they were playing him hard last night, and he still pulled in nine balls. And as soon as they get Marquise Brown back next week to open up this offense a little bit more, they're going to win some games. Like, their yeah. offense has a lot of weapons. They just aren't all on the field at the same time, and they're not clicking yet. I right. think once you get Kyler Murray healthy, DeAndre Hopkins out there, and Marquise Brown healthy – this offense could this offense could look really really well. We'll really see what happens. Good. At this point, though, they're not playing good football. No, they're not. And at this point, also, San Francisco is currently my favorite to win the Super Bowl, just because they they're not missing. Like Garoppolo's playing well. They're running the ball well. They're playing incredible defense. They, they look good. They look good yesterday. They looked well rounded. All all three phases of the game, they yes. played very well. But we've seen Buffalo do that. We've seen uh, the Vikings do that and then turn around next week and lay an egg. That's so true. We'll see what happens. So, um, but This is also the team that lost to fucking Chicago week one. This is true. This is true. But this leads me right into another thing I wanted to talk about. And I took some time over the last couple of days to put together my, um, uh, let's call them power rankings loosely uh i came up with some categories and i wanted to see where each team fit into them and i wanted to get your guys's opinions on them so here we go in tier one the two teams that i think are playing the best football right now and kind of are setting themselves apart and doing everything right in the really cute category it is none other than patrick mahomes and the kansas city chiefs and the team we just discussed, the San Francisco 49ers. I think those two teams have kind of distanced themselves from the pack at the moment. Again, this is not a prediction for going forward. This is not a complete reflection of the past. This is right now at the moment. I think those two teams stand at the top by themselves. I agree. Um, the next I category I am referring to as my Super Bowl contenders, which are two teams that right now are playing really good football and I wouldn't be shocked to see them in the Super Bowl barring some barring beating up one of these the top teams we talked about and making the Super Bowl. Two teams <laughs> that I think could easily be in the Super Bowl at this point are Buffalo and Philadelphia. And I mean I think it's kind of hard to argue with those two. I mean I know you think Philadelphia is a step above Buffalo at the moment. I you know what? Listen They've had a couple close games. Other than that, though, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I was right about one thing. Jordan Davis is an absolute man-child. Yes, he is. That has not been the same team since nope. he's been out. They've missed him. They've missed him. And I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Ah! <laughs> Should have so, took him at 12. See, I think. Not a fucking hurt I, receiver. 
Minnesota shouldn't be up there. Well, Minnesota, we'll, we'll get to Minnesota. You got to remember, right now, recency right now. bias is involved. Uh, yeah. In my kind of cute category, these are teams that um, are playing at what I think is a pretty high level right now. Okay. And they're doing a lot of things well, and they look kind of cute. And they're doing things that are cute, but they're playing good football. They're getting cute, they're playing good football, and they are winning games. But I don't know if they are legitimate, completely unadulteratedly legitimate like Kansas City, San Francisco, Buffalo, and Philadelphia. And that is, and this first one's going to surprise a lot of people, but that is Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. I like Taylor Heineke. <laughs> told that, you before, Heineke is, uh, I mean, you he's, can't, he's the truth. You can't argue with what they've done the last two weeks. I like period. Heineke. The Tennessee Titans, who are playing, who are just the luckiest moment. They, they are. They are just lucking their way into victories right now. The Miami Dolphins, whose offense is just incredibly explosive. Another one that's going to surprise you. Yeah, I don't think there's many offenses that can stay in with them. No. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons. Realistically, what we have there is a team that could win their division. So you can't throw them out yet. The Falcons are better than what people think. I, well, I mean, they just continue to win these tight no, ball I games. I say lucky. I think they lucky. beat Chicago by a field goal this weekend, and I thought Chicago had a real shot in that game. So I'm going to give some respect to Atlanta here because they're winning games that people don't think they're going. They should be, and they're cute. Cordero Patterson, right. 105 yard tur- return for a touchdown. They're cute. And lastly, Baltimore, because I love Baltimore and they could be in the Super Bowl contenders talk, but they don't have a receiver and they don't have a running back. And Mark Andrews isn't 100% healthy. And and neither is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson has COVID. So who knows? We don't really know what to expect out of that. COVID. I know, I'm kidding. But going forward. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, fantasy season ends there. Um, next up. My fourth tier is one that I call decent, but also vomit-inducing. And that is because you will see these teams go out and play a game, and they look like a playoff team. They look like they're going to be in the hunt. But then they go out and play the next game, and you're watching the worst possible football that you could, and you want to throw up. And they all have games like that on their resume, right? So the first team in this category is the Cincinnati Bengals. Because week to week, you never really know what you're going to get. I mean, I'll, I'll Pittsburgh say this, had them up the against two, the ropes The two games that they played Pittsburgh in, they lost the first one, and they barely won this week here. Absolutely. And, and it's it's a team they should have rolled. They lost to Cleveland 32-13. to 13. Yeah. And then they go out and they play, you know, uh, they beat the Jets 27-12, and they beat. Miami, 27-15. So they have big wins on their resume, but at the same time, they have some losses where you look at it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Next up is Tampa. That one kind of goes without explaining, right? They've won some games that we thought they'd lose, and they have most definitely, wink, wink, Carolina, lost some games that we thought they'd win. (laughs) That was embarrassing. Uh, But that's the game it took for them to turn it around. To turn it around. So... It is what it is. Uh, Next up, uh, I need to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers because they are also in this same. 
I, category for I I think the Chargers should be a little higher than that. That's just my opinion. I would have put them into that. They gave KC tier. a run for their money. I would have put them into that tier where the uh, the Falcons are. I believe my opinion. Well, here's the thing, and I would have Falcons with their right next to Tampa because they're going to battle it out right at the end. I will be honest with you. Um, it won't be the Seahawks. It'll be them. The Chargers for me have a couple fundamental flaws because let's be they, real. They just got injuries, dude. Yeah. That, yeah. That's with the bottom injuries, line with the they Chargers. still play pretty good. Listen, they lost three offensive linemen in the first fucking two weeks of the season. I know. And that's why they're at where they're and at. And their defense right is decimated with injury currently. Yeah. And realistically, I don't believe in the health of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. That's it. And we've oh. seen what the offense looks like without it. And it's not a good thing. No. So, again, decent but vomit-inducing, yeah, they're decent. And at times, if you can get them all on the field, they look really good. But at the same time, if you're without Mike Williams going forward, which you might be, if Keenan Allen stubs his fucking toe again because he's out for six or seven games every year, it, I mean, Justin Herbert looked good for the first time in three weeks this weekend. And they still lost to Kansas City because their defense – has no... They're not cute. They're not cute. And they, granted, they lost to a Kansas City team without a receiving core. Yes. So... Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Without a receiving core, and the guy's still fucking through for almost 400 yards. I know. So, guess what? I know. I, I don't think it matters who the fuck you put out there with Decent that. but vomit-inducing. Next. Well, that, and you got the best tight end in football. True. The New England Patriots. <laughs> Decent but vomit-inducing. The definition of it. That well, game against the Jets this weekend was vomit inducing. Well, you can't you can't put that all on the Patriots. You can't put that all I'm on the aware. Patriots. I'm aware. And if you, because I the Jets were just the as Jets pathetic yet. as they were. I haven't said anything about the Jets yet, but that was vomit inducing. Right. And then you saw the game they played against Detroit. Correct. Which you, you couldn't is, play a better football game. The Jets are literally one quarterback away. Anyway. <laughs> I, so, I don't vomit inducing from the Patriots on their end. No, the Jets the Jets lost their bell cow two weeks ago. And it's starting to show now. And after that, I have the Detroit Lions, decent but vomit-inducing. Because there are some games where they look, have looked decent, especially as of late. But prior Last to that, three games in a row, they've looked good. There was a lot of vomit-inducing. So, And again, that is for this week because I think that will change on Thursday. But again, we'll talk about that later in the episode. games to prove it. Uh, my next game, my next tier, playoff teams that will inevitably shit the bed. And I used two faces for this graphic, and those two faces are Pete Carroll and Mike McCarthy. Because inevitably, the Seahawks have been playing at a playoff caliber level. And inevitably, we all feel the same way, that they will shit the bed. At the same token, the Cowboys will probably squeak into the playoffs in a wild card spot, but will inevitably shit the bed in week one of the playoffs. It's, it's real simple to figure out. It's really simple. At what point, we already know Dak Prescott is the most erratic, inconsistent quarterback in the league. Absolutely. So, at what point does he... Do they shit the bed? Flounder himself. Three things are guaranteed. Flutter himself. <laughs> and then, Flounder. Geno Smith. Which Geno Smith are we going to get? The guy who played the first seven games of the year or the guy who played last week? Well, three things in this life are guaranteed. Death taxes and the Cowboys losing in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, okay. So, uh, my next tier is average at best. And I think a lot of these teams got exposed over the weekend. 
a lot of a couple of these teams have had very close games and realistically I just don't know what to make of these teams yet because genuinely I think they're average at best but going forward they could maybe get to above average but I think that's their ceiling uh that is number one the New York Giants I think they were exposed this weekend for being average at best Daniel Jones average at best uh, if Saquon Barkley has a down day, I, they you, will You know lose. what? Daniel Jones doesn't have any targets. I'm not going to put the blame on him. Okay, don't put he, the blame he on doesn't, him. He, he doesn't have, uh, outside the kid who got hurt, what, Wendell Robinson or whatever his name was? Wendell uh, Robinson. Wendell yes. Robinson who went out hurt. Other than him, he ain't got nobody to throw to. Slate. What about Kenny Galladay? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, Kenny Galladay is no longer with them. But yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. No, he was out there. Him. They oh, caught him. He was out there. Did he play this yeah, week? Yeah, he yes. was out there. Oh. I they should they caught him. him. He caught like three balls. Um, or some two. Two? Yeah, for like 14 yards yeah. or some shit like that. Either way, uh, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think the Giants are for real. I think that they're on the, the toboggan okay. ride down, and I think they're average at best. Next, and I know they only have three wins, but it's the Cleveland Browns. And I think calling them average at best is a compliment in a way. One, they have a great running back. <laughs> Two, Jacoby Brissett's throwing the ball very well. Three, they have some receivers that you wouldn't think stepping up for them. And four, their defense isn't absolutely awful. They have some playmakers on their defense. They have Amari Cooper. And they have Amari Cooper. So and, I think and, they can I think Amari Cooper is a top receiver in this league. I think they could string some wins together uh, going forward because they do have a lot of – they have a lot Listen, of – they're going to get Deshaun Watson here in a couple you, more right. weeks. You and, can, and they're going to get Watson in here. It might lift this team up. It might lift this team up. Because basically, if you put yourself in their shoes, what did you have to look forward to? You signed a fucking backup in Jacoby Brissett to get you through till your fucking – Scumbag quarterback comes off a fucking suspension. True. That's what so I'm what saying. do you expect them to do? Come out there and lay their lives on the line, the, their careers on the line for 13, 14 fucking weeks for nothing. Well, that's why I think they're average. And, and you know what? You never know. The scumbag coming in here might fucking turn them around and really turn them into a legitimate team. But they, they've won enough games to stay in it. You could probably put the Browns. They, they fit pretty well with the decent, but also vomit-inducing. Well, yeah, they are. With the Browns? Yeah. They only have three wins. So that's your decision. That's what, that's what decided that for okay. me. Yeah. But they they played some teams tight. Correct. That's, Miami. Yeah. Yep. They should have beat that's Miami. That's why they're where they are. Okay. Because yeah. the Browns okay. are very close to being into my next tier, which we'll talk about in a second. Correct. Next, average at best, New Orleans. There are some games they come out, and they look like they're some some games team? defensively they yep. look on they look like you couldn't top tier fucking beat them at all, and then some days Andy Dalton looks like fucking goddamn Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah, I agree with that. And then some days he looks like Zach Wilson, average at best, <laughs> average at best. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's better than Jameis Winston. I will say he that. is better than Jameis. Winston. He's he better is. than Jameis Winston. He is. Uh, next, average at, least at best. He doesn't turn the ball over. Average at best, even though they didn't look like it last night, is the Arizona Cardinals. And I think yes, I agree with that. Once no, you, you get, you know what? We we know why they lost last night. Let's not 
Yeah. Let's not. Yeah, you only said it 300 times. Once Kyler Murray's okay. there, once Marquise Brown is back, <laughs> they will be an average team. And next up, I have Jeff Saturday, average at best. Because I Jeff think that I, I think the Colts, the Colts are are a very average team. I I would say they're average. Yep. Yes, they're average. they're average, but they're playing. Sometimes they play beyond what they they beat Kansas City up, and, and I'm still shocked about that. Yeah, and I'm gonna. That was the upset of the year, Here's as far as I'm thing. concerned. Is it really Jeff Saturday, or is it just Matt Ryan? Jeff Saturday has something to do with that. What do you mean? He's asking, is it just because Matt Ryan's playing, or does Jeff Saturday have anything? Well, no, to do Jeff with Saturday is the one who put Matt Ryan back just, in. Do you think right. they complement each other? I like do. Coaching quarterback well, I, wise. Listen, Jeff Saturday, it doesn't take no hey, it takes nobody on the fucking street to realize that Sam Ellinger is not a fucking NFL quarterback. True. All right. They need to send him to the CFL or somewhere fucking else because he's horrible. The XFL. He's, you know what? You know what? I actually think Zach Wilson's better than him. I don't. I, I'd take Sam Ellinger over Zach Wilson. You know what? I, I retract it. I would. <laughs> um, my next tier quick. is one that I would love to call dog shit. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. I think these teams are dog shit. Uh, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> even though you suck I, off I, Justin Even Fields. though I love what Justin Fields is doing, and I think that they're going to win a couple more games this year, realistically – they're dog shit. They they just can't they can't seal the deal. They can't. It's it, they they they. I I don't know what happened to them. They came into this year with a new coaching staff, new new fucking system, new they everything. Defense. Um, they've gotten lucky. They've won a couple of these games. The San Francisco game they got lucky in. Right. They they've gotten lucky. They've won the games that they have won. The four games they've won. Um, my next dog shit team is the Panthers. With P.J. Walker. Here's the thing. The Panthers, if P.J. Walker is in there, they're not total dog shit. They're, but they're dog shit. They're dog shit. Yeah, but not but total, not total dog, dog, shit. dog shit. Because you we put P.J. Walker in there, they would have won a couple more fucking games in there. I know. And listen, if you're total dog shit, you, you don't beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if you're this total is not, dog hold on. shit. This is just dog shit. Not total dog Not total dog shit. Partial dog shit. Uh, anyway. The next up, my next dog is shit Is total team. dog shit? No, no, no. We're partial. the dog shit tier. Partial okay. dog shit. This is just dog shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, is, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I don't even know what to say. Mike Tomlinson, <laughs> you know what? He's dog shit. I think he's done a really good job <laughs> this year. Mike Tomlin? Yeah. I think he's dog Listen, shit, personally. He was living they, on the coast. They, they had no answer for Ben Roethlisberger retiring. None whatsoever. And I kind of hold him responsible and the GM there. Yeah. Because you know they didn't why? Prepare properly. There's no reason why they should be in the shithole that they're in. There's no reason for that. The Pittsburgh Steelers have always been a good team in the NFL. They've always been there in the playoffs all these years. I mean, I, I don't understand it. How you can sign Mitch Trubisky and say he's your fucking starter. You got Kenny Pickett. It's just well. Listen to me. To sign Mitch Trubisky to a contract and to say he's your starter coming into the year, he might as well just went with your, uh, Kenny Pickett right from the get-go. Agree. That was a fucking yeah. huge mistake. You want to yeah. know what it was? Huge fucking mistake. I think he did that just to say, try to save his job. You know what that was? Because he knew they were going to be shit. It was a dog shit move. Yeah. Dog shit. Yeah. 
Uh, and next up is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're dog shit. Did you skip one? No. I, I oh, I did skip one. Yeah. I, I did skip one. Who'd you skip? Uh, the Raiders. Well, the Raiders. I, you know what? But hold on. They're dog shit trending going up on in there. Yeah. Uh, something's going on in that team. I, I think that they need to expose it. And, it, and it's not John Gruden. It's not fucking John Gruden. Uh, it's not the dog shit that turns gray. It's the dog shit that's fertilizing your grass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Raiders yeah. are the dog shit fertilizing your I, grass. I just don't know what it is because uh, Derek Carr absolutely ripped the asshole out of the fucking Denver Broncos this week. Yeah, but it's the Denver Broncos. Correct. It doesn't I mean, matter. He ripped the whole lot If you notice, we haven't talked about them yet. But my last dog shit team is Jacksonville. Okay. They have promise, but at the moment, they're dog shit. Um, that my next year, you go up and down their roster, though, oh, dude. Very oh, talented team, dude. This is a team that will contend next year. Um, they they will be in. Are they in the fertilizer? They're process? fertilizing. Yeah, I, fertilizing. I guess <laughs> Come next year, another year under this team with the, with the talent that they have, they will be in the playoff. They will be in playoff contention in their division, no problem. Um, my next tier. Is I actually like the fact that you said gray dog shit. Um, this is worse <laughs> than dog shit. This is a step Petrified below. This is hard shit. gray Petrified dog. dog shit. This is worse than dog okay. shit. Um, and I, I'll start out with the Houston Texans. Well, they have one win. Unfortunately, listen, I know they, you they, love they, Davis they, Mills. I get listen, it. They hired Lovey, Lovey Smith. Smith. Dog shit. Lovey Smith just benched Davis Mills yeah. this week. They're dog because I mean, that's they're, worse they're than dog fucking. Shit. Outside Damian Pierce, they're fucking awful. Worse than dog shit. They're awful. Damian Pierce. Uh, they have a nice core of young players there. By the way, they do have a nice core of young yeah, players but there. Yeah, but they have like. But uh, they, I, I, I don't know what they can do to. They're gonna have to go through another. They're gonna be picking first overall, mm-hmm. and hopefully they can get somebody in that team that will make a difference. Um. My next team that is worse than dog shit. The Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Well, it's worse than dog shit. I, I don't Russell think, Wilson I, specifically. I think he's played better this week than I've seen him play all year. It's awful. It's still worse than dog still shit. Still not he's good. fucking awful. But he's played better within the past this week that I've seen him. He looked better than he did the previous fucking seven weeks. He was awful. Uh, my next team that's worse than dog shit. The Los Angeles Rams. Well, I mean, here it is. When you're all in and you trade away all your capital for a fucking guy who is average, this is what you get. Uh, yeah, Matt Stafford. Yeah, you want a Super shit. Bowl with an outstanding defense and a quarterback that turns the ball over two times a fucking game in his career. You won your Super Bowl. You got lucky. The referees blew a fucking call at the end, and you won a fucking Super Bowl. Here, here, now lay an egg, because that's where you'll be the next five years. You, you'll be laying eggs. Cooper Cup's ankle worse than dog shit. Um, I don't know what that fucking noise you you're making. You crying like there. a little bitch. I'm sorry? He said you're crying like a little bitch. Oh, am I? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're going to be doing here in a minute. Um, oh, okay. My next, my last team that's worse than dog shit is, if you notice, in the dog shit category, it was the Carolina Panthers with P.J. Walker. Okay. In the worse than dog shit category, it's the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield. Okay. Wor- absolutely worse than dog shit. Okay. Well, because P.J. Walker's hurt. Okay. So worse than dog shit is the right. Panthers. Um, 
And my Utterly. absolute worst category, the bottom of the barrel at the moment, is a category that I have named Kirk Cousins not at 1 p.m. Um, because there's nothing in the world worse than Kirk Cousins than Kirk past, Cousins past 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Not at 1 p.m. So in this category, I have uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets. Because what they did last week was absolutely fucking awful. And Zach Wilson is absolutely I, I, I agree awful. with that. I agree with that to an extent. I still think that the Texans are the worst team in football right now. But I I can't even come up with a, you can't defend an it. excuse for Robert Sella and the New York Jets at this point. Um, Other than Brees one, Hall going out, there is no excuse. My next one is the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Because this week, I mean... You, you know they what? The worst performance I, of the week. They, they've lost two games this year. Both games were past fucking four o'clock. Yep. And 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 it's and I now they play on Thanksgiving. Kirk Cousins turned into a proverbial pumpkin. Yep. And then fucking the whole team disappeared. Yep. I I don't know. And they play again know. this week at eight thirty on Thanksgiving. So eight thirty at night. Yep. Who are they playing? New England. <laughs> in New England. <laughs> or no, in Minnesota. Uh, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Either way, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Kirk Cousins, worse than dog shit. Way worse than dog shit. Um, My next, Kirk Cousins not at 1 p.m., the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, once again, I mean, they have not played well all year. But I think if there's a team that's probably been decimated at the receiver position, it's them. Agreed, but it's all. And 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 I'll go out and say this. The GM of that fucking team is absolutely atrocious. I agree. With I you. I would have I would have fired him immediately after not signing uh, Devontae Adams. Can you I stop fired fucking him. with that thing? I would have fired him immediately. He deserved it. <laughs> um, I don't know why Aaron Rodgers even stayed there. I thought for sure he was going to Denver, and I in Denver right now is uh, worse than dog shit. Who who's the GM in Denver? Is it Elway still? Or he's is it Elway? Because if it is, I'm sure he's got a pistol in his mouth, spinning the fucking chamber, waiting to blow his own brains out. Um, and my last team, yes, uh, that is Kirk Cousins, not at 1 p.m., is the Washington Commanders with Carson Wentz as the quarterback. I don't agree with that. I don't agree do with mean? that. Carson Wentz had, had, was doing pretty well. Uh, Other than losing to the Lions, he did pretty well. Hey, you got something on your chin. No. I think it's a little bit of Carson Wentz. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. If anything, um, you, he should be the worse than dog shit. He's worse than worse than dog shit. He's utterly dog shit. He is fucking unadulterated that. amounts I, of dog shit. I think shit. Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Anyways. <laughs> you can <laughs> do something with that. Um, Let's talk about Thursday's matchups. And I know this is what everybody has been waiting for. At 12.30 p.m. for the second time in two weeks, the Buffalo Bills head to Ford Field. But this time they will take on the Detroit Lions in Honolulu Blue. And one of the greatest traditions in football, the Bills face the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Currently, Buffalo is a 10-point favorite. The over-under in this game set at a whopping 54.5 points. And I am going to throw it to Bruce first to give us his prediction on this fabulous affair. I'm taking the Lions. I don't even know why. (laughs) 
I don't know, man. I, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? You got the Bills who are 7-3 taking on the Lions. So you think Detroit's going to win this game, so I'd like to know why. You want to hear why? Yeah. Because I feel it, baby. Okay, let's go I to you. Feel ah! it, baby. Because I feel ah! it, baby. Are you kidding me? All right. Fuck. Your pick. I'm taking the Lions. Why? Why? Usually when I'm you take taking it, the Lions. Hold on. Usually when you take a ten I, point I'm underdog, the Detroit there's Lions. a reason why. I feel that the Lions actually match up pretty well against Buffalo. I, I, I did have a reason, but my reason might not play. It blows. Uh, what was your reason? Even if he doesn't play, what was your reason? Jeff Okuda. Anyway, I I think they match up pretty well with the Bills. I like their offensive line against that defensive front, going up against oh, the defensive yeah. front of the I mean, Bills. We, we are missing, I like uh, I like our offensive line Frank going Mack up against now, that Buffalo Bill defense. I do. I like it. I like it. I think if these guys come out and they're nasty like they did last week and start putting it to these guys – and not getting them, Just getting them on, the ball getting the them off their game, meaning pound it right at them and get them to the point where they're on their heels. They can get Buffalo's defense on their heels; they have a chance to win. I this say game. pound it towards Von Miller until he gets tired. Like I said, just pound it in general. Pound it. Um, I'm not going to say much about this. I know that's a disappointment. No, that's um, fine. You can weeks. pick your little Buffalo Bills. I, I, uh, I, I am 1,000% going to take the Buffalo Bills. I think okay. they will win this game by at least 10 I'm going to keep taking Detroit till they uh, prove me wrong. And I'm going to shock everybody else, and I'm going to take the under in this game. Okay. Listen, all I know is I'm going to be down there. Pissing on him. 5.30 in the morning. High. Setting up a tent. High and drunk. Pissing in his own fucking urine. Pissing in his own beer, drawers. going breakfast, maybe some Baileys and coffee, maybe, maybe some Baileys and a couple of penises. <laughs> uh, throwing the football, throwing the rock, yeah. um, throwing some balls in his mouth. We'll go, we'll go see Santa Claus <laughs> gargling some balls in his mouth. And if I see any <laughs> table being broken, it's on site immediately because I will beat the fuck out of anybody who is breaking a table in my city. And guess what? Guess what? That will never fucking happen. He ain't watch. beating a, he couldn't beat watch. the fuck out of a paper bag if it was wet. <laughs> you watch. Um transform. He couldn't fight his way out of a fucking wet fucking mesh bag. Oh, the, the line the just changed on this game, actually. Okay, what's the line? Uh nine and a half now. Ooh. It went down from ten to nine and a half. Uh, oh, way, is it? Yep. Well, it looks like <laughs> it looks like they see it too. Either way. The um, odd the odds makers see it. Uh I don't care if it was no, Eight, I you know 10, what? 14. I I hope I hope the Lions win and prove me wrong because if you remember a few weeks back, I stopped taking them. Prove you wrong by what? You yeah, you, you took them to win. The Lions. Let me finish. Oh, he's going to change Way up. Way in the back there when I was picking them, I was losing. Don't say it. Don't say it. And when if I said I'm not it, taking them that anymore. If you say it right now, I'm not you're taking fuck them us. anymore. Oh my god. You remember I took them last week. Please knock now on wood. Now I'm taking them again this Please week. Please knock on wood. And I did take them to beat uh Chicago too. Please. Yes, you did. God. Yeah. I picked them to beat Chicago. Fuck you. I picked them to beat Chicago. I took them last week. And I'm taking them again this week. So am I. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Right but you there. just said something I, I wouldn't say out loud. You should probably knock on wood. Yeah. Um Suck on some wood. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Buffalo here for a couple of reasons. One, um, what Detroit's showed me in the last couple of weeks is that they're very good at stopping the run. 
Uh, luckily, the Bills don't have to run the ball to score like Chicago does, um, like Green Bay needed to do. Uh, Buffalo like doesn't. The Giants need to like do. Like the Giants needed to do. Buffalo doesn't run the ball, and they don't need to run the ball. So I don't think that's going to be an issue for them. Well, no, they do run no, the ball. They run the ball with they, their quarterback. They yes. love. And you shouldn't say that because if he's the leading carry. rusher on the fucking team every game. If we're talking about quarterbacks running the ball, Justin Fields ran for 140 yards against them. So I don't yeah. think that will be an issue. So for I you. think uh, you, so will Josh. They Allen. do use Singletary in the red zone. They usually send him like outside. Okay. I think that Josh Allen okay, will have a 300. Okay, we move on to the next game. Well, I didn't even get to say anything about it. because you, oh, you I said you didn't want to say anything. About you said you didn't want to say anything. I said I wasn't going to say much. Oh, but can I at least give some Go sort ahead. of logical analysis of other than too, I feel I it and I'm picking them because they win? No, I didn't say that. I said they match up very but well But you didn't that. explain. I did fucking explain it. I just said their you offensive, said the Lions line, offensive should line should de- should dominate that defensive front. Right with Frank with Frank Ragnow out. Should with Frank Ragnow out. I don't care. Taylor Decker be the out. best guy on the it's offensive a possibility. line. Possibility. Possibility. No yet. Possibility. It doesn't matter. You, I actually the right guard's missing too. Oh, so. there we go. So two offensive. Right guard's been missing all year, dude. Either way, uh, actually, Bills. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ty's been out all year. No, no, not him. Somebody else. Dan Skipper. No. The Buffalo Bills. I expect Josh Allen to have okay. a very nice day throwing the football. And I'm just, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. And 95% of the money is also on the Bills. So. Okay. Um, next up in the middle game, we have the New York Giants heading down to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Both these teams are 7-3, and three, tied for position in the division. Uh, Dallas is a nine-point favorite after the Giants get smoked last week by the Lions. And after Dallas smoked Minnesota, the over-under 45-and-a-half. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Well, what do you think? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Who are you taking? I'm going to take Dallas in this game. Um, the Giants showed me nothing last week. Uh, Wendell Robinson's now out for the year. So a receiving core that didn't really have much has a little bit less now. Uh, Saquon Barkley was given fits by the Lions front, let alone Dallas's. Uh, Daniel Jones didn't look good with the Lions front, let alone Dallas's. And I think Jamal Williams had a very, very nice game against the Giants defense. And I think that that, that running back tandem of Zeke and Pollard right now is the best there is, and I expect Dallas to run the ball at will. Dak Prescott won't have to do much, so he won't have to fuck up, and I expect the Giants' offense to look kind of impotent this line on this game? Nine points. Dude, that's kind of messed up. The Giants are getting nine? Dallas a nine-point favorite. So the Giants are getting nine. Correct. I'll take the Giants in the nine. Who's going to win? I'll take the Giants in the night. Godspeed. And it's Bruce. Let's hear this clusterfuck. Go ahead. Awful take of mine. Uh I'm taking Dallas because Tony Pollard's going to have a game. There we go. Dallas. So I I was hoping all you guys would pick against me in every game this week. But um, next up, in the nightcap. 8.20 p.m. live from Minneapolis. The New England Patriots head to town to play Kirk Cousins and the Vikings at 8.20 p.m. What's the line? Minnesota's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I will take the New England Patriots and the two points to win. 
I will take the New England Patriots to win and the under. What's the over? Uh, 42 and a half. Doesn't matter. No, I'll take that. I'll you think the either. curse sticks, huh? I mean, this curse hasn't been broken yet. No, so. this is the telltale right here. This game is the telltale if the curse is. I mean, Bruce, they got eviscerated by Dallas last week. Yeah. At 4.30. And they lost on Monday night. So that's only two games. No, this goes back multiple seasons. Does it? Oh, yeah. I, I want to say the the cur- curse is like. I'm taking, I'm taking the fucking, I'm taking uh, New England in the two points to win. I want to, I want to hear what. Uh... Uh, he is, okay. Before this year, he was two and nine career at night. So now he's an afternoon two and eleven at night. At, at night, night? This is the second at night. night. Yeah. Well, he lost the Monday night. Yeah. Against Philly. So now he's two and ten. Yeah. Career. All right, I'm gonna take the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots in the that under. Was hard. That was hard to figure out. That anyway, um, but you never know, man. You never know. He could. So I got Buffalo, Dallas, and New England. You have Detroit, New York, and New England. You have Detroit, Dallas, Dallas, New England. But okay. for the record, I would like to put this out there. They both picked the Detroit Lions to win convincingly. We did. We're in our hearts. against the Buffalo. Bulls. What do you mean? Wearing our get, hearts. How many points are they getting? Ten. Yeah, they're going to win anyway. Wearing our hearts on our sleeves, I baby. I don't care. I told you, I'm taking them to win. Balls and cock out. Picking the fucking lines. Uh, okay. All right, let's bust out this fantasy before oh, we God. end today's show. Um, well, again, we're going to get outside of the box for you a little bit here. Obviously, in Thursday's games, a uh, couple quick tidbits. Uh, I like Josh Allen as a starter. I like Jared Goff as a starter at the quarterback position. Um, if you own Kirk Cousins, you are sitting him. I don't. <laughs> That's pretty care easy to figure that out. Who your backup is? I don't care yeah. who the backup is. You've got to sit Kirk Cousins. Um, as far as uh, quarterbacks in the Dallas New York game go, if you got Dak Prescott, you pretty much got to start him. Uh, the the points he's putting up twenty five points consistently. I think he's a start this week against. Against New York, their defense didn't look very good last week, and they allowed over 20 points to Jared Goff. So I would say I'm going to start Kirk Cousins. At the same time, I'm not going to play Daniel Jones this week at quarterback in the Thursday night matchups if you guys have somebody going on Thursday night. Uh, Outside of the Thursday night matchups, and I know this is kind of early, but a lot of people like to set their lineup before Thanksgiving, understandably so. Um, With Matt Stafford, Possibly out. You're, I don't think you're starting any Rams quarterback. With Ky, If Kyler Murray is out, you're not starting any Arizona quarterback. Um, one play that I really, really do like this week, I'll be honest with you, I think that Geno Smith against Las Vegas, for me, is pretty close to an automatic start if you own Geno Smith. Uh, and it's pretty well documented. Geno Smith is currently seventh in points. He averages 20 points a week, but only rostered in 80% of leagues. And shockingly enough, only started in 14%. Geno Smith against the Raiders, that to me is a lock must start. Uh, another one that I would start this week, I would start Marcus Mariota going up against Washington. Washington allows the 20th most points to opposing quarterbacks. 
And I'll be real with you, Marcus Mariota is only owned in 50% of leagues, but he's currently ranked QB 11, averaging 17 points a week. I love Marcus Mariota this week. I think that there's I – th- I honestly think that Atlanta-Washington game is going to be one of the best games of the weekend, personally. Uh, and I like Mariota in that one. Um, this is the first time I'm going to say this in a long time. I don't like Justin Fields this week. Justin Fields currently ranked quarterback number five, averaging 21 points a week. Listen to me. We're playing the Jets this week. Mm-hmm. Okay? I actually like this matchup. I, I got a feeling I like this matchup. You like Justin Fields against the Jets? Yes, I do. Wow. Only if Zach Wilson's playing. Well, <laughs> the thing is, for me, I don't think Zach Wilson really affects oh, I Chicago's do. offense I do. that much. I do. Because he's a shit show. Yes, but Justin yeah. Fields coming into the week questionable. Okay. Yeah. And that that aggressive style of running that he's showing is what's right. got him hurt. So if he does play, he's going to be more hesitant to run, nursing an injury. I think that that affects his overall fantasy value this week. And I'll be honest with you, the Jets' defense isn't really the problem. It's the offense. I think I their defense could easily stop Justin Fields from throwing the ball. And if he's not healthy enough to run it, I don't like him as a play fantasy-wise this week. Okay. And obviously, I said Daniel Jones. I would stay away from him against Dallas. And one more I would stay away from, hard, Aaron Rodgers against Philadelphia. I would avoid oh. that one with a 10-foot pole. Okay. Thursday night's running backs. Obviously, if you have Saquon Barkley, you're playing him. Obviously, if you have either Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott, I'm playing them. Watch Zeke's injury to make sure he plays. Right. But I'm playing either of them if they are active. I am playing Jamal Williams no matter what. Automatic start. He's coming off a three-touchdown performance. Well, we were not at wide receivers yet. Yeah. But I am playing Jamal Williams. I am not playing any Buffalo running backs. Really? I mean, the Lions stopped well, Saquon Barkley. Are. Josh Allen. Well, obviously. Yeah. But uh, as far as running backs go, Singletary, there's a lot of people who somehow start him every week. I'm not doing it. Period. Yeah, but Singletary always gets his bullshit touchdowns in these games. Right off the edge. Yes, and, and that, that just, just keeps him in it. So does Saquon Barkley. Viable. So does Saquon Barkley, and he couldn't yeah. do anything. So, oh, but th- you know what? Barkley actually runs for fucking yards. I'm going off on recent bias here. I don't think the Lions are going to allow a lot of. I don't think the Lions are going to allow any runs in this game. Okay. I'm benching all Buffalo running backs. Uh, as far as the nightcap goes, we got co- kind of an issue there. I mean, obviously Minnesota, you're starting Delvin Cook, and I would no questions asked, especially with Kirk Cousins, right at night. As far as New England goes, I don't know which guy I, to go I, I, I don't anymore know what you now. Do there. It, it, Damian we, Harris was the guy in the second half last week. So right. what do you do? And we thought, oh, the way Stevenson's been playing, there's no way Bilicek will do this again. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. Stevenson got the bulk of the carries in bad situations. Harris got the bulk of the yards. Stevenson got the, the receptions. So – Personally, I am more likely, I feel better playing Stevenson yes. than Harris. I do too. But if I had Damian Harris against Minnesota this week, I'm utilizing him. That's it. I mean, if you got better options, then go for them. But if you're in a situation where you're debating on whether or not to play him, if right. you got the spot open, you play the guy. Um, 
couple guys that I love this week. Um, I think Leonard Fournette has a huge performance this week up against the Cleveland Browns. I thought you told me that Leonard Fournette was done. You, you cut me off before I could even finish. I just thought I'd I ask. think Leonard Fournette has a huge performance this week against the Cleveland Browns as long as he plays. He does have an injury designation going into this week, but coming off of the bye week, he shouldn't be affected by it. At the same time, if you own Rashad White, this will pro- this could be the only week that I'll tell you to do this. I would start Rashad White in this game because I think the Buccaneers are going to absolutely run the piss out of the ball against the Cleveland Browns. I am playing both Fournette and Rashad White this week. If you then you'll know. After this game, we will know how much Rashad White impacted Leonard Fournette's value. This will be the game that tells it all. As long as Fournette is healthy. I am playing both. I'm starting both Tampa backs this week. Um, Guy I don't love this week, obviously Aaron Jones against Philadelphia. Not the biggest fan. Uh, I am also really hesitant about Joe Mixon. Even if he carries the questionable tag going into this weekend and is active, he's going up against Tennessee, who allows the fifth least points to running backs. I'm hesitant about that. Samaje Pirine did carried a decent workload last week and played pretty well. That to me get, makes me a little wary about them utilizing Mixon with an injury. I think he's going to be rested even if he is active. I would really, really look into the Mixon thing going forward this week. And one other guy that I'm not a huge fan of, and I know this one's going to really pain you, Cordero Patterson. I, I just God bless Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson, very nice game last week. But if you look at it, he only has – if you take out his touchdown return, he only put up nine fantasy points. I don't think he's going <laughs> to have – I don't, but he's not going to do that every week. Okay? He's not going to have a 105-yard touchdown return every week. I don't well, he's like not, He's not going to have fucking 50 yards every week. Look too. me in the eyes and tell me you like him against Washington's D. I do. You do. After you talked about how Washington's defense, I, the best I like Cordell Patterson against anybody. Okay. Well, he must have forgot everything he said about Washington's interior de- defense yesterday. I like Washington's D up against any running back right now, and I am taking a break on Cordell Patterson this week. And Uncle Sam, you tell us about some wide receivers. Well, I'm going to give you one guy not to play. Okay. Don't play Garrett Wilson. <laughs> if 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 Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the New York Jets, do not play Garrett Wilson because you might as well just play fucking anybody on the Atlanta Falcons team that plays tight end other than him. Okay. As far there is a guy I do like this week. My sleeper of the week. Darius Slayton. Oh my god. Of the New York Giants. Watch out for yeah, him. That was that was your take. I got a week, I got a feeling he's gonna put up two touchdowns this week against that vaunted Dallas defense. Do you? Yes, I do. Um, I honestly don't disagree with you there. He doesn't have too many I, other I like options him to throw week. the ball to. I like, I like him this week. this week as well. He's gonna get the majority of the targets, especially with Robinson out. Mm-hmm. I really like him this week. I do as well. I love Darius Slayton this week. I also love CD. Do you Lamb. agree with me? I do. You know what else I like this week? Terry McLaurin. Love Terry McLaurin this week. Love him this week. Agreed. I think the matchup Against suits Atlanta. Him. I think he'll, he'll run rough shot on that secondary of Atlanta. Uh, love him. I also, I'm going to get to this before you can. I love Amari Cooper against Tampa this week. Oh, fuck. I love Amari you know Cooper against like? Tampa this week. You know week. who I like? Hmm. I like the guy that you have on your fucking team. 
Christian Watson. I I'll I love Christian Watson. You know what? I got a feeling this kid is trending up. I do too. Everybody better watch out because by the end of the year, everybody's going to be talking about this fucking kid. I agree. I agree. I like CeeDee Lamb. I know the Giants don't give up a ton of points to wide receivers, but I like CeeDee Lamb this week. I do Obviously, too. Stephon Diggs. Um, uh, another one I like outside of McLaurin. If I like I, St. Brown. I like St. Brown against the Buffalo defense this week. I don't. I do. Yeah, we knew you were going to say that. I do. I like St. Brown. Listen to me. That kid, you know who I don't that like this week? the truth. I like Josh that. Allen at all. Anyway, we're talking about receivers, I asshole. Know. But this uh, is your guys' thing. Also, I say, so. if uh, if Juju Smith Schuster is active and playing against the Rams, you know what? You start him. That concussion was pretty bad. If anything, he should at least take another six weeks off because he did not look right. Well, here's hoping he is healthy, and here's hoping he does play. And if he does, I'm playing him against the Rams. Okay. Uh, as far as tight ends go, um, I absolutely adore TJ Hawkinson on Thanksgiving against. The New England Patriots. Patriots give up the 25th most points to tight ends. And Hawkinson's averaging 10 points a week now. Uh, I think he's pretty much a must-start every week. Okay. But I really like him this week against New England. Should have been that way from the start. Um, I also, as far as the Thursday matchups go, I like Dawson Knox against the Lions defense. I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I know Knox has had a kind of a down year. And his expectations were very, very high. No, I like that. He's, um, he's been kind of like shitty, that. period. He's currently ranked 21st. Right. He only averaged six and a half points per week. He's going to be Josh Allen's favorite target. I expect him to be one of Allen's favorites targets this week, and I would play him heavy really? against the Lions. I would. Uh, I also love Gerald Everett against Arizona on Sunday uh, at 4.05. Everett is currently questionable, but Arizona allows the 31st most points to defend to, – Opposing tight ends. Uh, Everett's been the the pillar of consistency. Yeah. Outside of him being injured, he averages eight points a week. I love him this week. I think he's a pretty much a must start against Arizona. Only being only held in seventy six percent of leagues and only started in twenty. But again, injury. I love him this week. Absolutely love. You just him. can't get healthy. I think this week he'll be okay. I do. Also, I love Dawson Knox against the Giants on Thanksgiving. If you own Dawson Knox. Or, sorry, I said that. Dalton, Schultz. Dalton Schultz. My bad. Love Dalton Schultz. Had. Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz. Same shit. Okay. Same shit. Also, I have a sleeper this week at tight end. Okay. I like Isaiah Likely of the Baltimore Ravens against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What about Greg Dulich? Dolchich? Dolchich, whatever his name is. Uh, I like Greg Dolchich every week, uh, especially okay. against Carolina. Um, okay. And, but the problem is the offense is just so shitty. Yeah. Like, you don't know if Russell Wilson's going to throw the ball 10 times, 12 well, times. You know, Russell Wilson is what Russell Wilson is. So, um, Defenses. We can't forget defenses. We forget defenses every week. San Francisco 49ers defense against anybody, you know? I'll tell you whose defense has been playing really well that nobody talks about. The New England Patriots. Their defense is off the chain. They put up 20 points this fucking week. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're nice. three points, so yeah. Yeah. And it's defense special. Yeah. So they had the punt return for. Well, it's not only that. I, I mean, they, they all still have. They have two guys that are amongst the league leaders in sacks. That is true. Yeah. They are currently ranked second, averaging 12 points a week. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm starting the Patriots, especially against Minnesota. Yeah. You're right. You're Absolutely. Right. Um, 
I love the 49ers defense against New Orleans. I love the Ravens defense against Jacksonville. I love Buffalo's defense against Detroit. I know you guys will disagree with me. Um, I like Detroit's defense against Buffalo. You like Detroit's defense, who's currently ranked 32nd against Buffalo. They average two points a week. Um, that was a great take. And last but not least, I like the Commanders defense against Atlanta. I do. Really? I'm big on I am big on Washington right now. And I yeah. really think that Washington Atlanta game is going to be the game of the week. I do. I do. Oh, also, okay. I I actually like the Philadelphia Eagles against Green Bay Packers. Well, you play the Eagles, yes. Everybody likes. What do you mean? Team. I play the Eagles. You got it. Yes, the huh. Eagles are a start against the Packers. I just, I like them against the Packers this week. That's like the sky's blue. What scares me about that is Christian Watson. What the Ravens do. I, if you were listening and I said I would you definitely were going start kinda, the Ravens. You, you were going kind of fast. I was closing apps. Well, Bruce, the people don't have a lot of time. We need to get early information. In. Okay. But I think that's it for this week. About covers. Can we get a gobble-gobble for turkey? Yeah. I'm sorry. The only goblin that's going to be going on is <laughs> Sunday morning Thursday. when Bruce is out there on the streets Thursday, of Detroit. Thursday, Thursday. And he, and I'm sorry, Thursday. Thursday morning at what time is it? 5.30. 5.30 a.m. when he'll be scouring the, the streets of downtown Detroit looking to gobble on some cock. Uh, I will not be doing that. Anyways. That's it. You're not going to follow up? No, sir. That's always your thing. There it is. <laughs> well, we hope you guys have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy happy football. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. God bless you. God bless America. Enjoy football. Enjoy the food. Enjoy your families and friends. Have a great holiday. We will be back on Saturday with a little preview for all of Sunday's games. Thank you guys so much for listening and spending your time with us this week. If you haven't followed us on Instagram or Twitter yet, do so at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, check us out on YouTube. Remember to subscribe. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving. And you will hear from us over the weekend. Eat lots of food. Am I perfect?